Hello, this is Pastor Kenny, and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. If you would like more information about what we are all about, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. Enjoy! Last week, we concluded 2 John, and 2 John being only one chapter. For me, it kind of left us on a cliffhanger as uh, verse 12 said one thing, and then verse 13 concluded with something else. And so I just wanted to revisit 2 John, verse 13. The children of your sister who is chosen by God send their greetings. This, remember, is John the Apostle writing to the church and just saying that he comes with authority as the elder, but he's writing to the church. He's writing to the local church and saying that you are not alone, that God is with you. And this prompted me last week, and I wanted to share again, 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. We feel distant. We are distant. We are not able to meet together, but we are so glad that God says that we are part of his body. We are part of the family of God, and we can pray with and for one another. And just as in 2 John 13, we find these words from John, the children of your sister, sister church, who is chosen by God, send their greetings. We can send our greetings to you. We can send our greetings to one another. We can know that we are not alone. We are part of something larger, part of the body of Christ. And so we turn now to 3 John as we conclude 3 John. Next week, we have a special Advent uh, service that we're going to present, and then Christmas Eve, an online experience that we hope that you will be a part of, that you will not miss. And if you would like to be a literal part of that and uh, read on screen or just help us with that, certainly contact myself, Pastor Kenny, Missy Semperbond, Stacy, or Dennis, as we put this together. But we turn now to 3 John. 3 John 1 through 3 are the verses we begin with. The elder, John begins again, writing with with authority so people know who it's coming from. They want to address it with the author. As most of you are aware that in the New Testament, it's different than now how when we sign letters, we address it to so-and-so and and we end from so-and-so. Instead, the New Testament is written, this is from, and this is to, the elder, to my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. Even as your soul is getting along, it gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. I just want to bring up this on uh, the the stream, if you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, or the Facebook page. Verse 1, whom I love in the truth. This is the same truth as is in John 14, 6, when Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and in the life. In 3 John 1, whom I love in the truth, who I identify as the same as I. We've made that same profession of faith. We made that same commitment to the truth, Jesus. We proclaim that we are just part of the Christian religion or the Christian faith, but we have chosen to be a Christian. We are a follower of Christ. We are a or a disciple of Jesus. This is why God is uh, showing us 
the importance to be part of the body of Christ, that we aren't isolated. We might have solitude and we go out, excuse me, and meet with Jesus on our own, but we choose to be a part of something larger, choose to be a part of the truth, not your truth, my truth, their truth. What if their truth is the truth, but we choose to believe that Jesus is a truth. So that is our common identity, the common factor, whom I love in the truth. I can write to many of you. I text most of you. I uh, just share with some of you what a great joy it is to pray together as brothers and sisters in the Lord that we share in the truth of Jesus. We share in the common bond, the unity that God is for us and that he is with us. In verse 2, it says, uh, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all that may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Your soul, it comes from the Greek word. I call it psyche. There's probably a better Greek way to put it. And there's a uh, little... Um, uh, uh, I forget what they're called, but identifier above one of the letters. So it's supposed to be pronounced a certain way, but I don't have that Greek uh, translator for the StreamYard broadcast. So it's not psyche, but that's how we say it. But it means your life, heart, mind, soul. It means the complete person. So when we read in verse two, even as your soul, even as your life, even as your heart, mind, even as your person is getting along, growing old, aging, maturing, we give great joy. It gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. Verse three, great joy. This is uh, Charo, Charo, I am uh, not a uh, master's of divinity, that's obvious, but this word great joy, it means to rejoice, to be glad, to be delighted. It means hail or give greetings, to rejoice exceedingly, to be well, to thrive. We were made to thrive. Whoever sings that song, we were made to thrive. Verse 3, it gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth. It gives me great joy to hear how you, Living Hope Wesleyan Church member, congregant person, shares with others the joy that you have in Jesus, not simply because you attend a local church, but because you know the truth. You understand what God has done in your life. You can endure and embrace such adversity that we're going through in a pandemic, such loss of reaching a diagnosis, of being told that you have cancer, that someone that you know is ill or sick or has passed has died. We can know that we we have great joy in our being, in our person, because we are united with Jesus. And because we claim Jesus, we are united with all those who profess his name, Jesus. We have the joy of the Lord is our strength. Third John 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. What joy that is to know that we are not alone. What joy that is, was for John to know that those within that local church, those that he had discipled, that he had mentored, that he had coached, that he had ministered, they were passing it along. They were paying it forward and others were sharing that hope in Jesus as well. 
And so I just want to pause right there because as we celebrate Advent, celebrate Advent, the hope and peace and joy this week, the joy of Jesus, we have a great joy that we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to figure it all out, that we can come in contact with others and say, I don't know all of the answers, but I know the truth is Jesus. And as we work together, he's going to help you get through whatever you're going through. He knows the difficulty that's taking place. Third John, three brothers. That's the family of God. That's the body of Christ. That's brothers or sisters. That's knowing that you are not alone. We're going to be going through a study in January. I mentioned it earlier. You are never alone. This is from Max Licato. Not only is God with us, but the church, the body of Christ, the Christians are together. We are united together to know that God is for us. God is with us us and we can share with others through his spirit that we are not alone i have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth this joy is a different joy by the greek than what we read earlier this is chara no not the uh player from the boston bruins stupid uh sports reference yes this is joy rejoicing happiness gladness the joy received from you the cause or occasion of joy i have no greater joy i have no greater occasion to rejoice i have no greater joy than to know that what you have given passed on what your children have received from you they are walking in the truth what great joy that is to hear that you are sharing that with others that michael our son is going to a small group yes he has some other things that we can certainly pray for academically Thank you for your prayers. But he's reached out to a church group, a college and career group. Yes, he is a single guy. And yes, there are single women there. And yes, he's excited about meeting all of these single people. But even more to know that they are united in the faith of Jesus, that they are united in singing about Jesus. Yes, I cannot say he's at full maturity, but neither am I. But we have great joy knowing that there is a hope, that there is this constant uh, belonging that's drawing one another closer to Jesus. And as we get closer to Jesus, we get closer to each other. And so we have occasion to rejoice. Let us rejoice and be in prayer. Let us rejoice in the truth that we are walking in, but others are walking in. Not that we are perfect, but we have joy. Joy is a virtue and an emotion. Joy is a virtue. Joy is something we can grow in. Joy is something we can choose. Joy is more than an emotion. It is a virtue. And yeah, it's an emotion. But will you choose joy? Will you choose joy in celebrating with others? Will you choose joy in knowing that there is the truth of Jesus that we can delight in? Will you choose the joy that God has for us? We move on to 3 John 5. Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers and sisters, even though they are strangers to you. 
even though they are strangers to you, even though you do not know them or you have not seen them or you do not know their names or their understand their backgrounds or their family lives, you are still faithful in what you are doing. You still recognize because we have tested the Spirit and we know that they are of God, that we are still going after Jesus together so they might seem as strangers because we do not know them or have not seen them in a long time. So it seems like we are strangers. We could still be faithful in God's call. If I have it correct, which I may not. Oh, look at that. I do. This takes us back to 3 John verse 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. This is enjoy good health. This comes from the Greek word well, it means hygiene translated in English, to be healthy, sound, to be well. Dear friends, verse 5, we find these words. You have been faithful to the strangers, to the strangers. Verse 2, it talks about those in good health, which means hygiene to those strangers that we are, yes, helping through the hygiene pantry. They're strangers, but God is saying your faithfulness is being seen. John is saying that it gives great joy because there is hope in knowing that what we are doing to strangers, God is seeing our faithfulness. Let us continue to share God's love with those that some may call strangers. We continue in Third John, Third John 3, 6 through 8. They have told the church about your love. Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such people so that we may work together for the truth. Verse 6, love, that's agape love. They have told the church about your love. We have heard about your love. Stories come back to our church, Living Hope Wesleyan Church, about the good things that you have done, not in your name, not so that you could get a pat on the back, but because we're trying to be obedient to what Jesus has called us to, called us into that agape love, that love that never fails, that love feast. When you feast, you kind of gorge yourself. It's not gluttony because we know gluttony is a sin, but there is so much available. You will not go away wanting more. There is a love feast that God has for us and has for us to share. It's not like we need to hoard it so that we don't go hungry tomorrow. We don't have to keep it to ourselves because there might not be enough, but there is so much love that we could share with others so that our complete understanding is not mature, we can still share with others that God's love is for them. Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. Remember, this is the Christians, the itinerant evangelists, those that went from town to town sharing the story, the message, the truth, the sermons about Jesus, the testimony, the eyewitness accounts. Peter said that he was an apostle, but he was a servant. There were eyewitnesses that saw and witnessed Jesus. There were those that heard those stories that passed them on. They went town from town. And so Christian people would... Uh, invite them in and would provide for them and would help them. 
Please send them on their way after in a manner that honors God. It was for the sake of the name, Jesus, that they went out receiving no help from the pagans, from the non-Christians. We ought therefore to show hospitality to such people so that we may work together for the truth. And on a personal note, I just say thank you so much for what you have provided and given through Pastor Appreciation. We're just so thankful for the cards and the notes and the gifts through Christmas in the holidays. It's such an encouragement. And I know it's probably speaking for Pastor Kenny, but I think he would say it's true. Pastors, if there was ever a time, it was during this pandemic where it feels so good, refreshing to know that you are not alone, that people are lifting you up in prayer, that people are thinking about you during this time. And what a great way that you have done to say thank you to me. And I just appreciate that so much and so encouraged by um, just knowing that I'm not alone, but we are following God together. And so I just appreciate, appreciate that so much. We ought therefore to show hospitality to such people so that they may work together for the truth, work together for the truth. I found um, uh, a verse that said, uh, if they're not against us, then we can certainly work together. Uh, that's found in Mark um, I apologize, it's not on the screen. That is actually looking at my notes. Mark 9, 40. Mark 9, 40. If they are not against us, we can certainly work with them. I wrote to the church, but diatrophies, diatrophies, I'm sure I'm going to get a grammatically correct way to pronounce that uh, phonetically. Um, but who loves to be first will not welcome us. This guy will not welcome us. So when I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, spreading malicious nonsense about us. Not satisfied with that, he even refuses to welcome other believers. He also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church. This is a reminder that when someone comes against you or against the church, we can, it is okay to say, to warn other Christians to be careful of them, to avoid uh, communing with them. You can have a conversation. You can just desire to have a debate, but this is not someone that you would fully embrace or accept. It's okay to say they believe differently than what Scripture says, and I want you to know that going in, but also to know that God's will is that they would know Jesus, that they would, they would know his truth. So you can engage in a conversation to present the grace of truth, but to also know that the Holy Spirit is at work. So you are a reflection of who God is. You aren't there to say, oh, yes, I agree. That's a good point. But you are to live in such a manner with such incredible character that by how you live, it unites with what the Holy Spirit is convicting, and that person comes to Jesus. And that is why it's okay if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words. Leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. This is Matthew 10, 14. If you're trying to witness to somebody, if you're trying to share with them the truth of Jesus, what we believe in, that common denominator for us as Christians, not as part of the Christian religion, but as those who have chosen to follow, to be a disciple, to uh, love God's word and to follow after Jesus. It might be hard because it could be a family member or it could be someone that we care and invested in and just 
desire to see, know the truth of God in such a way. Uh, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. There's a greater discussion that we can have about that, but it's okay to leave them in God's hand to say, Jesus, with prayer and fasting, I will no longer use words, but my words will be to you. And with prayer and fasting, I will trust that your Holy Spirit is going to do what only you can do. Third John 11. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil is has not seen God. Demetrius, this is somebody that they had favor with, is well spoken of by everyone. And even by the truth itself, we also speak well of him. And you know that our testimony is true. I have much to write you, but I do not want to do so with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon and will talk face to face to you. I hope that we can talk face to face. And verse 15 says, the friends here send their greetings. Greet the friends there by name and we will talk face to face. <clears throat> Last week, I tried to avoid that truth that I want to talk face to face. I tried to put on a big uh, show that we're okay, but won't it be great? when the church can talk face to face. And what a reminder it is that what if God is saying through John that when we all get to heaven, we will talk face to face. Yes, that seems like such a long time for some of us, maybe not so much for others of us, but what if God is saying, being the family of God, that we will talk face to face, we will be reunited again in such glory, in such awe that we can't explain here on earth. Yes, of course, I hope that we can gather again here on earth. We can gather together as the Church of Living Hope Wesleyan Church, but we will talk face to face again as believers, as followers of Jesus. I hope to see you soon, and we'll talk face to face. Peace to you. The friends here send their greetings. Greet the friends there by name. We can call on one another by name, because we and you can, if you have not, choose the name of Jesus, say, Jesus, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are Lord, that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of your forgiveness. Only you can forgive me because of what you did on the cross. And we acknowledge that you came as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. This is what Christmas is all about. But we can celebrate you, Jesus, for who you are. That is the joy that we have. That's the joy that we don't have to wait for, but we have right now. I will not sing to you, but I will read the lyrics of this incredible song. Maybe you want to sing in your own home. That's great. It will not probably follow the cadence of what I read, and that's okay. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. And yes, we repeat that in this song and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth. The Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. 
while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. Far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Yes, wonders of his love. And we sing again, and wonders and wonders of his love. We thank you so much for making the time to take the time and be a part of our online worship experience. We thank you for those who have shared this with others that will take the YouTube link, Living Hope Wesleyan Church, and copy and paste it into an email or a text message and encourage someone by the words of Jesus, not by what I've said today, but by Scripture. What John saw and knew about Jesus what he wrote revealed to him through the Holy Spirit because God wanted this message for us to hear and share with others. Let us share with great joy who God is. Whether it's through the podcast, Living Hope Wesleyan on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we can share and listen at one and a half speed or whatever you choose to. The hope and peace and joy that God has given to us joy to the world and i'm reminded in the lord's prayer on earth as it is in heaven we pray today on vermont as it is in heaven jesus let your will be done we thank you jesus and it's in your name we pray amen if you enjoyed today's podcast make sure to subscribe to the living hope wesleyan podcast uh, you can also see the live versions of these sermons on the Living Hope Wesleyan Church YouTube channel, as well as any more information that you'd be interested in at hopeforvermont.org. Thank you so much for listening.